The following podcast has been paid for by Perched on the Top Rope. The DSH, Lee Walker. The Al Dorable One, Alex Top and former WWE writer, Rob Hockman. You're listening to Perched on the Top Row. Yes, so I am so excited today because I am with Lee Walker III and we're perched on the top rope. We're ready to buzz and the hive is alive. So come on in and join us today. Welcome everyone to Perched on the Top Rope. I am your host, former Dirt Sheet writer from Ringside News, Sports Kita, The Sportster, The Richest, Daily DDT. I am Lee Walker and thank you be Brian Blair for that show opener today, as I did an interview with him, and you can hear that on Apple Podcast, perched on the top rope, and we'll also be able to watch it on YouTube at youtube.com at perched on the top rope uh, next week. And this Thursday, I will be interviewing from Walking on Hot Waffles, publishers, Kenny Casanova. Now, Kenny Casanova has helped co-write or write wrestlers' autobiographies such as Kamala, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, Vader. And he has a new book with Earl Hebner out. He's also done children's books and coloring books with Mick Foley, Axe and Smash of Demolition, and more. But enough of these shameless plugs. Let's get into... Anything and everything that is professional wrestling related. And that includes everything going on with Vince McMahon. As we had talked about on the Royal Rumble prediction show. What we knew about the case then. And what we know more now. There was a a post about the young lady's gifts that Vince McMahon would send to her. It does somewhat seem like a relationship, but more like she was a mistress, so to speak, who also happened to work for the company. Which, this is nothing new since Vince McMahon was caught not too long ago using WWE funds as hush money towards uh, former employees of the company. Now, there's some shocking things in there, like obviously Vince McMahon defecating on this woman's head. Uh, There's also things about Brock Lesnar requesting a photo or video of the young woman urinating on herself, and then uh, Vince made him exchange numbers and... Uh, He was going to come for a fun little visit. That poor man was going to destroy her. 
it probably would not have been fun. And the idea that Vince McMahon made her fuck herself with dildos named after the wrestlers when she came up with suggestions so that she could just fuck herself with her own stupid ideas. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff that's in this 67-page lawsuit, ladies and gentlemen. And Vince McMahon is out of TKO, resigned from his positions. Uh, When he owned WWE, he controlled 81% of the voting power. When it was TKO, he only had 12% of the voting power. There's no way he's coming back. And this is the first time in over 50 years that there has not been a McMahon family member, which it was only Vince McMahon Sr. and Vince McMahon Jr. part of WWE. It's quite a shocker if you think about it. A lot of us fans grew up only knowing Vince McMahon running the company so uh, it's quite interesting that you know there's no one there part of the family anymore besides from triple h and i'm going to talk about that right now because after the royal rumble obviously you have the media scrum which I got to applaud guys like John Elba, Nick Cosman, who understand what a, a journalist is. You know, you go to college for this stuff. You're supposed to ask the hard-hitting, non-biased type of questions. You're not there to kiss the wrestler's ass and blah, blah, blah. There's news, and the news was all about Vince McMahon. It was going to overshadow uh, they, you know, the wrestlers, including Triple H, did the best they could, avoiding the question or dodging it the best they could, and that's that. But a lot of people were online complaining about it, and I don't know what the hell you're complaining about. You obviously don't know what a journalist's job is, then, if that's the case. But knowing that that was going to overtake the media scrum, I thought it would have been a good idea for uh, Triple H to cancel it. To be honest with you, uh, you knew what questions were coming, and it just might have been a better idea to cancel, but I'm not WWE, I'm not Triple H, I'm not the one who runs the show, but that's what I would have done. Anyway, uh, there was more that came out about the Royal Rumble, such as Brock Lesnar was supposed to have a spot in the Royal Rumble, and his spot would have been number 20 and that spot actually went to Braun Breaker who filled in for Brock Lesnar after everything that has happened with this uh, lawsuit and Braun Breaker was eliminated by Dirty Dominic Mysterio who for all intents purposes, was actually going to be the one to eliminate Brock Lesnar. And Dominic and Brock Lesnar were actually going to have a match at the Elimination Chamber. And now Card is subject to change. Now, while we will talk uh, stats when it comes to the Royal Rumble here in a minute, that's where um, 
Brock Lesnar's spot was supposed to be. Now we saw Bailey win the women's Royal Rumble. And when it comes to the women's Royal Rumble, she had the most time in at one hour, three minutes, and three seconds. She had seven eliminations. That is not the record for this year's Royal Rumble, though. For the women, uh, Nia Jax eliminated eight women uh those that bailey had eliminated bailey helped eliminate candace LeRae with oscar and kari zane she eliminated indy hartwell she eliminated bianca belair she eliminated tegan knox she eliminated maxine dupree and then Bailey also eliminated Tiffany Stratton and Liv Morgan. Now the record being eight for this year's Rumble via Nia Jax, Ivy Nile, Katana Chance, Piper Niven, Xylee, Shotzi, Shayna Baszler, Valhalla, Mishin were all her eliminations. Now, Naomi had the second amount of time in with one hour, two minutes, and 18 seconds. And your least amount of time in the Women's Royal Rumble goes to Valhalla who had a nice, confusing um, mishap with R-Truth that led to the unfortunate elimination. Now, if we go over to the Men's Royal Rumble, which was won by Cody Rhodes, who had four eliminations and was in for 43 minutes, 21 seconds. And those Cody eliminated were Shinsuke Nakamura. Gunther CM Punk Now when it comes to the amount of eliminations it was a tie between Cody and NXT's Braun Breaker who filled in and took Brock Lesnar's spot who seemingly we are not going to see in WWE anytime soon so who did Braun Breaker eliminate well he eliminated Jimmy Uso he also eliminated Finn Balor he eliminated Ivar and he eliminated Omos incredible Now, the shortest amount of time in the Men's Royal Rumble goes to a man who eliminated himself, Pat McAfee. Omos was the only man standing in the ring 
Oh, I'm sorry. J.D. McDonough. How could I forget that big-headed goof? He spent the least amount of time in being eliminated by Jay Uso with three seconds. Pat McAfee, you're safe. From the quickest elimination. Now, the man who spent the most amount of time in the Men's Royal Rumble was Jay Uso. He came in at number one, and he lasted 50 minutes and 55 seconds. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Cody Rhodes is going to WrestleMania. Bailey is going to WrestleMania. Now, at the end of the Royal Rumble, Cody's up on the turnbuckles. He's clearly pointing at Roman Reigns. God, it was Monday. We found out, unfortunately, that... CM Punk tore a tricep and will not be able to do anything, will not be able to compete at WrestleMania. He's going to be out for a while. Very unfortunate. We did see on Monday that Seth Rollins came out to... horse Cody Rhodes if you will to face him for the WWE World Championship after all that was the championship that his dad was gunning for when he was in the company and it's the one championship that his dad never held and that Cody needs to hold because his brother never held it either so there was a lot of guys that want to finish their story. And CM Punk did come out and let everyone know that he tore his tricep. He cried. Talked about his friend with cancer. Uh, it was a very good and compelling promo. It was heart-wrenching if you're a CM Punk fan. I will admit that. I just hope that uh, there's better times ahead for, for CM Punk because there was a lot of plans set in motion and now those plans come to a screeching halt. But after all, that's professional wrestling when it comes to injuries. So I would say the best bet is Cody Rhodes takes on Seth Rollins. Cody Rhodes wins the... WWE World Championship. Now, at the Elimination Chamber, this is where you would have someone go after Roman Reigns. And this is where CM Punk was going to be in the Elimination Chamber. He was supposed to win the Elimination Chamber and then go on to face Seth Rollins. But now it looks like you could have that person going in to face Roman Reigns instead And at this point, there's not many viable people out there to challenge Roman Reigns. We had heard The Rock talk about sitting at the head of the table. 
But I would say that is more likely for the fact that he has taken a spot on the board with TKO after Vince McMahon resigning. So where does that leave us? Well, if you really want to know, if you are a Pro Wrestling Tees VIP Facebook group member, there's a post going around. I was just told to remove all Akata merchandise from HTTPS, blah, 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 www.prowrestlingtees.com slash Okada. So if there was ever something you wanted, you have about 12 hours. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, this is your breaking news. Okada is on his way to WWE. He is going to fill in that void in the elimination chamber, and they're going to blast him right away, I feel like. If not, it's got to be The Rock, because I don't think there's anybody left in WWE to take on Roman Reigns that even comes off as a challenge, a threat, any of the sort, if you know what I mean. You know, there's also something I noticed when it came to the Royal Rumble this year was the fact that there was a l- no surprises. No legends. And I'm sorry, but I don't count legends being guys who are still signed to the company like a Brock Lesnar or things to that nature. I'm talking like wrestlers you haven't seen in 10 years type deal. I will say this. It was super, super cool to see TNA's Jordan Grace in the Women's Royal Rumble, which, by the way, we've interviewed Jordan Grace. You can go listen to that interview and watch that interview at youtube.com at Perched on the Top Rope. Now, Jordan Grace didn't have any eliminations, but I will say this. They let her stay in for quite a while because she lasted 19 minutes and 10 seconds. She also tweeted that you will see more of TNA involved with WWE. And I hope we do since the resurgence of TNA wrestling, it's been phenomenal for them. And I hope that WWE will send their talents to TNA. And, you know, speaking of stuff like that, when it comes to wrestling moves, oftentimes you're supposed to get permission from a wrestler if it was their move, so on and so forth. QT Marshall was awarded to be able to use the diamond cutter from Diamond Dallas Page, Heaven Godding for permission. Where Magic Daddy of AEW had gotten on Twitter and said his new move was going to be the diamond cutter. You know, this got Taz and Petey Williams and others involved in this uh, Twitter spat. So if you want, go check that out. It's actually rather entertaining. 
And let's just be clear, fans, remember you only have 12 hours to go get your Okada merchandise on Pro Wrestling Tees before his Pro Wrestling Tees shop is taken down. Now, you can follow this show everywhere and anywhere podcasts are found. Apple, Spotify, Google, Podbean, Podbay, Red Circle, you name it, we're there. It's perched on the top rope. You can go watch some awesome interviews. And speaking of awesome interviews, here on the podcast, you're going to get Steve Kern coming up. That's right, the guy who played Skinner and formerly Doink the Clown in the WWF. One half of the Killer Bees, B. Brian Blair was on the show today that's dropping next week. We have Kenny Casanova from WOHW Publishers, who's written a lot of pro wrestlers' autobiographies, Vader, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, Earl Hebner, Justin Credible, Kamala, and more. He was even featured in Brutus the Barber Beefcake's Hall of Fame speech for the WWE Hall of Fame of 2019. You can also find this show on YouTube at youtube.com at Perched on the Top Rope. To watch those interviews, watch unboxing videos, and so much more. You can also find me on X at Perched Top Rope, also on TikTok perched on the top rope where we recreate the greatest moments in professional wrestling history and slap Celine Dion's my heart will go on with it because after all that makes everything better including Zack Ryder winning the Intercontinental Championship at Wrestlemania 32 but if that doesn't tickle your fancy fans then you can go watch the Taskmaster Kevin Sullivan get humped by a dog that's right you heard me Correctly, the Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan, get humped by a dog. It's TikTok perched on the top rope. We are on Facebook with all the latest news and rumors at facebook.com slash perched on the top rope. We're also on threads and Instagram with hilarious memes and more. It's perched on the top rope podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode. Remember, spoiler freeze, the way to be. I'm out. Mm-hmm.